Hello to all my friends at Pixel Rater. It's a me, Mario. Woohoo! You're number one. Ha-ha! All right, man. So what have you been up to? Um, you're feeling what? better, obviously. Oh, dude. Yeah, my fever broke. I have energy again. This guy, for those wondering, uh, well, first off, hi, welcome to Land Party. Uh, this guy had a fever for four days. Yeah, it was bad. One hundred two. I was. I was on. I was on the cast last week. In the midst of it, you were. I never lost my appetite or anything, but there was just a time where it was like, I thought I had mono, but. Apparently I didn't because they tested for it. So not really sure what it was, but I'm, yeah. Uh, when you said you had a fever for your fourth day, I was like, man, you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. So uh, this is episode one forty five of Pixelators Land Party Podcast. I am your host Antonio, uh, along with the other hosts. I'm Will. Not Will. That's Tristan. If you don't know by now, yeah. which you should, but if you're new, welcome. Listen to the other 144 episodes. Uh, yeah. Um, happy holiday season, everyone. It's uh, it's about that time. It's sure is, man. Time. It's getting close. Tonebone, what are you even playing? Uh, well, real quick, let me shout out Omar, uh, who's very upset because we were going to have him on this cast. And he said, he just sent me three crying emoticons uh, saying, this is such a sad start to the day, broken dreams. This is all scripted. He sent me the same thing. Oh. Well. Him and his sympathy texts. Yeah. Having Mm. a life. All right. Well, Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, Pretty much two games. Um, So I've been playing Subnautica. Yeah. Uh, So when I've had this game since uh, Xbox previewed, so is Will. And we both are, you know, crazy in love with it. As you can hear us rant about it in other podcast episodes, oh, which God, apparently, never shut up about it. which apparently the dev team listened to, which was crazy. Uh, so the lead designer had listened to our episode and then he shared it with the rest of the team. And when we found that out, Will and I looked at each other and we were like, "Oh shit, what kind of stuff did we say in that episode?" <laughs> um, but I'm actually working on getting him and the dev team um, on a cast, which would be fun. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, they haven't said no. They seem all about it. So, so you've um, played you've played this game on Xbox and yes. PS4. Not PS4. I played it on Xbox and Steam. Um, Steam. Steam. It runs really good. Um, the original I, Xbox, it did not run that well at all. The Xbox One X, it did not run that well at all. There were a lot of frame rate hitching issues. Um, but then what they ended wait. up doing was they got Panic Button to come in and work oh, their magic. That's who you call for a port. Oh man, dude, game runs great. Okay. It runs so good. Um, so because it was an Xbox preview game, you know, there's a lot of big, huge, massive content drops and adjustments to the game. So I've restarted this game. Whew, is it a lot um, of times? Is it Xbox Play anywhere? I don't believe so. But you know, what's interesting. Well, I, I guess not because I don't think it's on the Windows. It's store. for free the next two weeks on Epic's Game Store. Really. Yep. Like like permanent unlock free or permanent, like just you can play it for nope, free? Nope. Permanent unlock free, they said. 
Ooh. As long as you get the Epic Store and you you know get download the game within that time frame, it's yours to keep. And if you, I mean, I already have it on Steam, but if you get the free version, do you get all of this bonus content that you and Will have been talking about, or is that like the, paid DLC? The bonus content, I think, I believe, is going to be paid DLC. Paid DLC, because um, it's like a, it's like a whole new. It's whole a whole new. new right? it's, it's a whole new biome and everything. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be big. Because um, the biomes they have now are pretty big. There's a lot to do in the first, in the original. But it's game. all it's the same world, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's the same world. It's just a whole new biome that you can go and discover in it. Um, so, yeah. Um, so when the game came out initially and hit the 1.0 release of Xbox, I was like, okay, cool, I'll start over. And I started over, and I was like, man, they really scaled back the resources. It's a lot more difficult than it used to be. It took me like over an hour, almost two, just to find silver to build this tool that I needed. Right. Um, and then there was this bug, and I talked about it last weekend, where sometimes um, all of the undersea like fauna, animal life, would just stop spawning. And that's what happened to me. And there's nothing you can do to fix it other than start a new save. Mm-hmm. Well, when I went on Twitter, uh, I found out that actually there was a game-breaking bug that they didn't catch that made it through the 1.0 release where any areas that you had pre- that you had previously visited, if they didn't spawn any resources or fauna, they never would. So they fixed it in the one point, uh, I don't even know what the hell it is, the 1.09 or whatever it is update the newest one it's been out for like a week but you had to go regen your uh, i started your, over your new seed or whatever yeah I, I started over um and uh they were like they were like oh you know sorry you have to start over i was like i really don't care um so i started over uh that game is great um i did notice in the newest update i don't know if it's a memory leak but if you play for like two or three hours, you'll you'll suddenly get like frame rate performance issues. Um, but maybe that's their way of telling you to go outside. Maybe. Uh, but fortunately, uh, all you have to do is save the game and then just quit it and start it back over and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it might be a memory bug. I don't know. Um, but that game is great. Uh, there's still so much to discover that I just never discovered before because everything is so massive. Mm-hmm. Um, that game's like, like, I mean said it so many times i love that game if it came to switch like will and i would buy it in a heartbeat mm-hmm. um i definitely recommend if you have a pc and you're into pc gaming you know and you want to sign up for the epic store grab it for free uh and then if you really like it maybe buy it on another platform if you want to play it there mm-hmm. totally your call though you don't have to um but i think it, it's definitely worth the money i think it's only like 29 bucks it's not a full 60 dollars game um it could be though. I honestly think it could be. It's it's very very good, um, and it's an underwater underwater survival game. But what's cool is you can play it like a real survival game, where you have to get you have a food meter, you have a thirst meter, um, you have your oxygen. What surprises me about your love for Subnautica is you don't historically like those type of games where you have to manage resources like that. Well, so here's the thing. That's what I was going to say. So there's a bunch of different modes. There's a creative mode, which you don't have you don't have oxygen or anything. Um, I play on what's called Freedom. Mm. So uh, America. Uh, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> I don't have to worry about uh, food or drink, but I do have to worry about oxygen, radiation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good balance for me because I just want to go and explore. And the oxygen limit doesn't really bother me. Um, and, you know, I still have to get resources and all that stuff. So that's the mode I play on. And that's what I was going to say is if you're not into that type of, like, more 
not hardcore, but true survival game, there's a bunch of options you have to play. Um, so there's really one that'll fit your play style. And I, I just, I love this game. Um, I've also been playing a game that last weekend I said I didn't really care for. Uh, and to be fair, I said it was really, really late at night. Um, and you know, sometimes it's hard to jump into a game like that late, especially when it's really difficult. Uh, I am in love with Ashen. Is it good? Oh man. It's like, it's like. The combat and the movement is a little slow, um, mm. but you just kind of have to get into the rhythm of it. Everything's stamina-based, obviously. All your moves, um, dodging, everything like that. Um, but what's really wild is it takes that passive multiplayer approach of Journey and puts it into this game. So I'll be out there, and all of a sudden, someone will be calling for me, and I'll get this notification, and or I'll just stumble across someone who... Uh, is a doubt, you know, got like knocked out, and you can revive them, and you can either just, you know, help them with whatever whatever they were doing, or just go on your way. Um, cool. It's really cool. So you start out in this little, uh, you take over this bandit camp, and then you have a bunch of these little, you do these little quests, and basically you go and you meet all these different people, and you bring them back to your village. And they all do different things in your village. So you've got someone who makes your potions, someone who does your artifacts that give you passive abilities. Uh, you've got your armor smith, uh, weaponsmith, all that stuff. Um, and what's cool is like let's and you have a bunch of different side missions. So let's say I do a side mission for someone. I'll go out there, and a computer-controlled version of that person will come out with me. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, you'll see that they have a health bar. It'll show up in your, in your HUD. And then you can also tell just by the way that they act that somebody else has taken over. So I think what happens is, let's say you and I were playing, right? If we're doing the same kind of mission, it'll link us up. And you'll see me as an NPC and I'll see you as an NPC, even though we're our own characters, you know? Okay. Um, I think that's the way. It, I'm assuming that's the way. It seems like so the way it works. with the with the way that it's passive multiplayer. Is it like Journey where you can only play with randos, or could like if I hopped on, you know, could you and I party up? Or? I so I believe that we could party up, okay. and man, so that's the other thing about this game. So it it is it's tough. Uh, the bosses, especially all the boss. So I beat the first two bosses, uh, and they are both like one hit kills. Mm -hmm. Um, the As second one, kill you in one hit? Uh, yeah, dude, okay. the second one was pretty tough. Uh, and it does seem like it has some really cool, like, uh, epic set piece bosses that are kind of, you know, not like God of War scale, but no, like, definitely know, not God of War scale. Impressive to look at and impressive to fight because of, you know, how they look and so know, almost in like a, almost in like a monster hunter-esque type of way. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been following this game. I... I've been following this game since they had like weird light mechanics and stuff. That they oh, okay. Got See, rid I, of and... I only heard about it. Uh, well, you know, I wasn't really into my Xbox for a yeah. long time. I uh, wasn't aware of it until I guess they when they announced it at the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually haven't seen any trailers. I don't know what kind of bosses are coming down the pipe. Okay. Uh, but right now they've been really, really small. Um, but they still, you know, destroy you in one hit. Um, so. Uh, when you die, you keep all your weapons um, and your your leveling and everything, uh, but you lose all of your money. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go back and retrieve it, but if you die before you get it, then it's gone. So yesterday, I had like ten thousand of whatever this currency is, 
And I was like, I was just like pushing through, man, to get to this boss. And of course the boss killed me because it was one hit. And then I pushed through and like three times I was able to get my money back. The mm. fourth time I didn't. And I was like, son of a bitch. I just lost it all. Uh, but the area I was in, uh, you can earn it back relatively quickly because a lot of the enemies are pretty high. So you get you get uh, currency for every enemy you kill too. Um, but yesterday, the only thing that was frustrating was this boss. I'm, I'm sure someone like Will could have, you know, with his expertise, could have taken down this boss and, and stuff. But it was just super annoying for me. Uh, and it's kind of like kind of like luck who you're going to get that joins you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the fourth or fifth person who joined that I was actually able to take them down. Um, but it's cool. So now I have this new artifact that everyone else had that I had no idea what it did. So it's basically this mask. It was like 10000 we'll just say dollars. And it sits on your face and you have these five orbs. As masks and, do. Yeah, as they do. And you get an orb for every enemy you kill and you can have up to five. So every time you hit an enemy... As long as you don't do damage, it'll do that maximum amount of extra damage. It's really cool. Um, so okay, so those those orbs they buff you or they they do buff you, but then if you take a hit, you'll lose them all, and you have to like kind of regain them uh, again. So sort of like in a like Zelda sense, where if you have almost full, full energy, you shoot beams. Right. Yeah. 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 As long as you don't take a hit, that's um, cool. But yeah, I'm I'm really liking that game. I uh, wasn't expecting it. It's it's very cool and it's aesthetic. Um, it's hard though, but it's rewarding. Nice. I think you'd like it, uh, but I'm pretty sure that it's we can. It's on Games can, Pass, right? Yeah, it's free on Games Pass. Uh, whenever it, if it ever leaves, I'm definitely just gonna buy it. That if Games I haven't, Pass services. If I haven't beaten it by then. My Games Pass service is impressing me. Uh, you know, it started off slow and questionable. It did. It was like all they had was Recore, but now it's. It's growing. It's grown into something that's like easy, especially if you're just coming on board Xbox. Oh my it's god! For for so many a good low games. cost of entry, and they're basically just giving it away for for free, for like entry people. You know, like first month, first two months, first three months, you can get for free, like in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, you can uh, get like three months for ninety nine cents a month or something. Yeah, there's all there's all kinds of deals. It's crazy. Usually. It's good. It's cra- crazy, crazy. Uh, but that has what is what I've been playing. Um, nice. If you weren't so crazy into Smash, I would say we could play Ashen together, maybe one day. Maybe, but tell I have me, been playing. Tell me what you've been playing. I mean, I know it's Dude, nothing but so, Smash. So much Smash. That's got to be it, right? Only uh, the only thing. No, there's some other stuff, but mostly Smash. I mean, every night, me and my friends have just had online lobbies going, and it's just so fun to just chill in those lobbies and fight each other, watch each other, fight each other, see how people are, you know, growing with their skill set. It's just so much more balanced than past Smash Bros. games, in my opinion. Um, That's good to hear. It, it, it definitely has a skill, a high skill ceiling, but it's very approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, very customizable. You can tailor your experience however you want, and it's just... It's a blast, dude. I'm I'm having so much fun with it. And it's just like I said last week, like that game is a nostalgia factory and it just every time you play it, especially if you're playing single player, you come across nine, ten, twelve different things that are like, Oh wow, I I missed that game, I missed that game, I missed that game. Yeah. What do you almost, what do you think of the single player, by the way? I like it. I it's it's a good break from from regular Smash. Mm-hmm. Um 
it's, so it's pretty it's pretty competent single player. Yeah, I I don't even know that I would like call it single player. It's not like a narrative story so far or anything like it's basically just running around a world map Super Mario style and then you come across little orbs and, and I mean fight. that's that's how I but, feel most fighting games are when they say they have a story. I'm like, okay, it's it's like the loosest story to get you just to battle people. Yeah, but the conditions of of what they are is is like the drawing point. Like they all you know, you're 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 battling for this one specific sticker, so like they model the fight after that game. So the character might be a different color, or you might have different powers that kind of uh, you know, like I was I was facing to get Darunia from Zelda, so it was the floor was on fire, and he started with a hammer, and I had to deal with that in order and to try and beat him, and it was super hard. And there's just so many countless scenarios like that that even though it's like a traditional Smash battle. It, it makes it feel fresh and it makes mm-hmm. it feel cool. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I the most of the grind in that game has just been dicking around with my friends. Uh, I played with Danny the other night and she got me super tilted with her young Link. She's oh yeah, oh, I was. She was playing dirty. She was playing dirty, and we were all playing dirty. But oh, she was just trying to be savage and Mm-mm-mm. it's like, girl, get out of here. It didn't help uh, that I was Palutena, and Palutena's, I'm so bad with her. So part of the part of the news I have is about the, I guess, 1.2 update, which supposedly fixes a lot of the online connection issues. Did you experience any of those before then? Uh, we've had on and off issues. It's mostly noticeable. Like, if you're doing a 1v1 battle, we have had very, very few issues. But when you do 4 on 4, sometimes there will be hitches. Um, that's, that's a lot going on yeah. it really depends on everyone's connection i actually went out and bought a lan adapter so i could just have that constant uh connection and i've been the one hosting the arenas and that seems to have helped a bunch which one did you get uh the the nintendo branded one. Oh, good okay i was yeah. gonna say you want to go with either nintendo or i got the hori one a bunch of I... people are complaining and saying like don't buy it doesn't do anything it's only usb 2.0 but like yeah ping matters and a constant connection matters especially on a wireless device so it but the thing is, it does uh, help. The thing is, so I have three hundred. Uh, my connection is three hundred, three hundred with Verizon. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the switch tops out at one twenty anyway. Yeah. So USB two is <laughs> fine. <laughs> like yeah. relax. USB, USB two is more than fine, and it really. I have noticed firsthand that it helps with stability, especially when you're hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been running wired for a while now. Yeah. Uh, the reason the reason I asked is because if you have like I had a knockoff, not a knockoff, but like a third party one on Amazon that used to work, but then when they came out with the 5.0 update, it would it. just it didn't brick it. It would work, but for some reason the USB device would prevent the system from going to sleep. So I would grab my switch in the morning and it'd be really warm because it wouldn't actually turn uh, off properly. Did they didn't they fix that though? I they may have, but by that point I just got the Hori one because right. it's officially licensed. So right. Uh, my my tip was just going to be if you're listening, go with either the Nintendo one or the Hori one because we're licensed. Yeah, I've, uh, I have that Hori one, and I have had zero complaints with it so far. All it's done, all it's done, is improved the experience for everybody that I play with. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Ah, we have another Switch accessory to talk about. Uh, we do. The Genki. Oh yeah, I got that Genki on the me mail, too. Dude. It works really good. It does. Yeah. Um, Definitely, there is there is audio lag, but it's not enough to notice unless you're trying to notice it. Oh, it's so minimal, yeah. It's, it's very minimal, and a lot of that, I think, is because this is, uh, 
whatever it's htx low latency compatible but my airpods are not so if you have uh, if you yeah. have newer tech airpod uh earbuds wireless bluetooth headphones that do support that you may not notice any lag at all but even with my airpods it's so minimal like mm-hmm. i have had i have had no no noticeable issues yeah it didn't really bother me um, um what's really cool though for those listening is you can actually pair two sets of headphones at once uh, so that if you're playing a multiplayer game, both of you can hear. But alternatively, you could also pair, let's say, a set of AirPods on the left side and maybe on the right side, because there's two different sides. Uh, maybe on the right button, you could pair like your more decent headphones or something at night. Yeah. Um, uh, they, like, auto, they auto-connect really quick, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to point out. Like on, on my AirPods, it, it remembers the connection, which I found surprising. Yeah. Um, just it syncs right up. Mm-hmm. And it yeah it works it works as advertised which is all I wanted exactly um, and it's pretty small pretty light super thin yeah thin. it's very low profile very low yeah. profile oh, I like it and yeah man that's pretty much all I've been playing for Smash but I also have been playing a little Mutant Year Zero I stopped you stopped that game I did why did you stop that game. I stopped that game because I kept getting annoyed at the amount of times that my teammates were missing shots, and then I would just get wrecked, and then I just kind of fell in love more with the world exploration of Ashen, okay. and and that difficulty, I felt, um, for me, was more what I was looking for. If I was going to play something that was hard, I wanted something that seemed a little more in my control as far as difficulty, yeah. whereas there... It's difficult, but it feels like I'm relying a lot on luck mm-hmm. for each battle, and it was just pissing me off because See, then had, I would get wiped out. I've had the exact opposite experience. Um, That's so weird. And, and I don't I've, know what it is. I played a shit ton of XCOM, and I played a shit ton of Fire Emblem. I just I, maybe I just suck. I don't know. As opposed to XCOM, I feel like the I feel like the percentages in Mutant Year Zero. I keep wanting to say Mutant League. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mutant, Mutant Year Zero. They feel accurate, like. If I have a 75% and I'm point blank, I feel confident that I'm going to hit. Whereas in XCOM, there's so many times where I have that statistic and then I just whiff. Yeah. And I, I haven't had that. It feels so much more realistic uh, for, for the tactical RNG. I mean, I'll uh, probably go back to it then. Maybe I was just doing something wrong. It's hard though, man. It's I'm, very I'm hard. I'm playing on the hard mode. Um, yeah. And which is the default they give you if you if you don't approach the battles the way like if you just run headfirst into battles that you're going to get trashed every time mm-hmm. um i really love how it's not like a fire emblem or XCOM where uh it's just pick battle go pick battle go like there is a world yeah. to explore and it is a very atmospheric and creepy world that's what I was telling Will that I really liked as whereas compared to as a, compared to something like it's linear, yes, but compared to something like Mario vs. Rabbids where um, it's very much one path into the next big battle. I said the thing that I like more about uh, the Mutants game is you're exploring the world and then you notice enemies but they don't notice you right away. So you can right. kind of sneak around and try and get the tactical advantage right. whereas in a lot of those other games – you're just thrown in a room and it's like, all right, it's go time. You don't have that luxury of being able to do, you know, planning, planning it out and things like that. Yeah. 
But yeah, I dig I dig the exploration too. And I I love the way because like it takes place in like post apocalyptic future where people are mutants and they're animals that are like they they walk and they talk and they stand upright. And the way that they refer to our age of humanity, it's not in like a a placed on a pedestal like you know this is like the golden age type of way. It's like wow, these guys really fucked up. They were stupid. Like they're mm-hmm. just constantly shitting on on our age for ruining the world and like oh yeah the things that we created like why would they do that like i found a telescope and he called it like a farsighter nice and and then the other guy was like they should have called it a, a long sighter because when i looked in it everything was small and far away and he's like yeah those <laughs> those ancients were dummies did you uh did you find the boom box i did oh my god the boom box was so funny don't push the button yeah. they call it a boom don't box because it'll explode yeah that was good. Those are those are funny moments. It's and I, one thing that I've noticed is like for that game, which I totally expected to be not feel low budget from a gameplay, but from like a production value, from like the voice acting and stuff. I was yeah. expecting way less than they delivered. Like they're no, it's very good, very strong delivery on the voice acting and the story, uh, and I'm really digging it. It, it has a very good tone. And it between the differences that they make in the combat uh, to make it you know different for it is very XCOM esque. I will I will not I will not like try and avoid saying that. But it does enough of its own thing. Like you know you don't have to waste a turn to reload if you have enough points. The yeah. way the way the skill trees work, the way that bleeding out works, where you can revive, it does enough to stand on its own two feet. And combined with the very, very nice world exploration, it is, it's a treat, especially if you like tactics games. It is pretty cool. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably end up going back to it after, after Ashen is done. Uh, uh, it's very tense. It, like I said, oh, with, yeah. the, with the battles, like, <laughs> yeah. if you, I like it because it's not like a, hey, you alert this one guy and okay, it launches this scenario. Like it would exactly. be like an XCOM. It's like a, hey, you launch this, you, you come across this one guy, but he's still far enough from these other guys where you can ambush him and take him out. And he's not in a battle at all when, mm-hmm. you, when you engage everyone else. So it has this like stealth mechanic of, okay, if, if I'm careful, I can either avoid this battle completely, which a lot of times you need to, or I can minimize the risk by silently taking guys out. And that is... That's really that's really cool. It, it really varies the gameplay. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I love being able to like you you stumble across enemies. You're like, oh shit! You quick take cover. And I I love when you take cover and they just go, shh. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's something cool about it. It's, um, yeah, it's very. <laughs> and then you, uh, you know, you scout the area, and I like that you can split your party up too independently. Um, ugh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. The upgrades are cool. You can pick who you want to be, what kind of, uh, what kind of like weapon specialists and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'll, you're making me want to play it. It's a good game. It is a good. It is a good game. It must have been me doing. Something I wasn't stupid. expecting it to be as strong as it is for sure. Like it's. Oh, neither was I. It's taken me by surprise, definitely. So. Uh, yeah, the writing. The writing's pretty clever. If you have Game Pass, definitely give it a shot. Um, yeah, I agree. It's on PC as well, I think. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, they got, they've been getting some good stuff between that and Ashen. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, 
Oh, I played some uh, Golden Sun DS on the train. Because Smash. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Smash. Smash has Isaac from the first Golden Sun as an assist trophy, and I was like, wow, I really wish they would make a new one. So I started playing that again. Nice. Yeah. Good, good, uh, good old JRPG action. All right, well, let's roll on into the news, shall we? Make a sound. Fa la 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 ba 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 ba. All right, well. I hate you so much. You do. Uh, in the world of PlayStation, Detroit Become Human is, personally, in my opinion, uh, Quantic Dream's best Dookie. game. Oh. oh. Uh, I think it's its best game, actually. It's it's pretty good. Um, and it's apparently the company's fastest selling game, having reached 2 million units on PS4. Uh, which, let's be honest, when you think about how many PS4s are out there, that's not that many units. But good for them. How many PS4s are out there? It's like 6 million, right? Yeah. Uh, like It was like 88 million or something crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. That's because everyone's playing that there Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation. Cl- so the PlayStation Classic <laughs> is hackable. Uh, it was determined on the first day. Um but what's funny is somebody found that the encryption key is actually held on the device itself. <laughs> yeah, all you need is a like a, a USB keyboard and to press escape on it to get into the debug menu. Yeah. That's like what yeah. how how did they not think of that? Did you watch uh, I watched um uh, Digital Foundry did an analysis because they do all kinds of really crazy analysis. Uh, they're really good. No, I didn't because I honestly my uh, attachment or attention to the PlayStation Classic has been so so. Low. Oh, I don't care about it either. I think it's a piece of it's a piece of garbage. For I just think that the, I think that the games that they put on it don't. Short of a few titles, I don't think it reflects the PlayStation's legacy in a way that is admirable at all. Yeah, I, I think I agree. that. And I know that the reason that they're like the good games are not on there is because they're all being remade slash sold in some other facet. So it's like they it didn't make sense for them. But it's like what they put out there was like, hey, this is the leftover garbage. Buy it for Christmas. Like no, yeah, it's the tier three stuff. Like, eh. um, but I just thought it was interesting because they used a open source emulator uh, when there's other emulators or like in house emulators that perform so much better. Because um, a lot of those games don't run well on there and have audio issues and frame rate issues. Yeah, and, and a lot of them are the PAL versions, which don't run at a, a performance level that is uh, yeah, matching the NTSC, especially on newer TVs. Yeah, you're like I've, I've seen a lot of people complaining that playing Tekken 3 on that, uh, it doesn't run at the correct speed, so it nope. just totally messes you up. You're better off, I mean, we're not, we don't condone anything, but you're better off getting Raspberry Pi and putting games on yourself because it'll run a lot better you're better off buying a <sighs> ps3 like, yeah dude like buy a ps3 you've got a, you've got a whole s- swath of ps3 games especially if you can get one that has ps2 emulation built in like you've got a ps3 ps2 and the playstation store do they still sell ps1 classics on the psp store or is that not- uh i think they shut down no they shut down the psp store did they I think they shut down the Vita store. You can only access the Vita store as well uh, on the web, I think. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. I think they shut that down like last year, this past year. Did you see that the Switch already surpassed Vita sales? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. It crossed $6 million. That doesn't surprise me. The Switch is just so sweet. 
Um, RIP Vita, I guess. I'll, I'll probably still keep my Vita, though, because it has... I have Jack and Daxter trilogy, the Ratchet and Clank trilogy, and... Has it, has, it has that, too? Yeah. Switch doesn't have that, does it? No. Huh. Kind of weird. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't put Fez on it yet, either. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, hold on one second. Ding, dang. Let's just cut this out, because I gotta go pee. All right. it was the unannounced stove repair man uh stove repair oh to fix your your broken knobs i'm back uh Wait, is, witness people is oh that's who it was yeah so the stove repair guy never showed up no nope gotta come grease your knobs <laughs> all right what were we talking about uh you were talking about oh, the vita how, yeah the vita was trash or whatever yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, Switch. Switch. I'm not surprised the Switch outsold uh, PS Vita in Japan. I mean, it's just superior system. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I mean, you're better off getting hell. You're better off getting a PlayStation TV for like twenty dollars because that has access to the PS. Well, I think it has access to the PlayStation Store. You know what? I don't know anymore because Sony just announces products and drops them it's, without really telling yeah. people. They have so many SKUs that they just like, yeah, we'll support this for a year. And then... Here's what I would do. Grab a PS3, especially if you can get like an OG one that has the PS2 emulation built in, like the chip, then you'll, then you'll be good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to that there, Nintendo news. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> so apparently Panic Button and uh, Bethesda aren't done with updates for Doom on Switch. Version 1.2 is released, which brings a lot of improvements to performance, as well as the ability to view to add recent players to your friends list. And what surprised me was they were actually somehow able to scrape up enough memory and CPU resources to add video capture. Wait, I thought that the Switch version of Doom didn't have multiplayer. I don't know. I don't. I don't have it. No. Um, I guess it does. Weird. I, they must have added that later then. I don't know. Unless the the campaign is in multiplayer, right? Yeah. I don't know then. Oh no no no! Wasn't multiplayer a separate download? Right. Or was it? Maybe I don't know. It was like a f- ridiculous download. I think that's what it was. Um, so yeah, version one point two. If you have the game, it's probably already updated. I, I'm kind of bummed out this is the second time i was torn between either doom or wolfenstein as at half off and i didn't pick it up either of those times so i guess that means i don't want either one that bad i don't know yeah i don't know um so at long last multiplayer has made its way to stardew valley that's live 
Yes, it is live. Uh, the addition of multiplayer will work on both new and existing saves. Uh, and here's a quick description of how it works. So, the state of Stardew Valley game world, including the main storyline, is shared between all players on the farm, as well as the pool of money you accumulate. However, each player will have their own private inventories, skills, achievements, collections, individual relationships, quests, and crafting slash cooking recipes. Pretty cool. I wish it was cross-platform because I bought that for the wife on Steam and it would have been fun to play together. Can you play current worlds on multiplayer or do you have to start a new? No, you can. it works with both... Uh, New saves and existing saves. That's cool. So yeah, you could just hop into your farm and have someone come on over. Nice. You got a new neighbor. So pretty cool. Uh, Nintendo released version 1.2 of Smash, which adds various game balancing tweaks, character adjustments, and a few other things. Yeah, it's weird. Their patch notes didn't actually say what the character balancing was. It was just like, these are the changes we made to characters. They, so and all they did was list characters. They didn't say what was different about them. So spe speaking of patch notes, uh, one thing that I wish that Nintendo did was like make developers have to put what the patch notes were to see like what things were fixed. That's one thing I like that PlayStation does. I don't know if Xbox does, um, but it's easy. To, it's really easy to find them on PS4. Uh, but it was funny. Speaking of patch notes, I remember reading that um, Bethesda was getting a lot of a lot of flack for their lack of like clarity or anything in their patch notes for fallout 76 and apparently the last one they wrote like a novel well, because that many things are broken yeah I'm not i'm not going back to it so yeah uh so we were talking about the playstation classic and stuff so the nes and snes classic if you want them you should try and find them because uh nintendo of america ceo reggie fils said that they won't be in production they actually stopped production now uh, and they have no plans to make them again. They've sold a lot of those consoles, ten million. Good. I'm I'm happy that they're not making them anymore. That will that will allow them to focus their VC efforts on Switch. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it sucks that people that don't have one yet that might want it. Just them saying that news is going to make it that much harder for people to to get their hands on it because now it's going to be the eBay thing all over again. Yep. Now people are oh cool we can buy them all oh, the holidays, mark them up. Yeah, it's trash. Uh, speaking of Nintendo Online, Nintendo delivered December's three Switch Online NES games as promised, which were Wario's Woods, Ninja Gaiden, and Lolo. Uh, but they also sprinkled in a few surprises with two new SP games, which stands for Special. Those are Metroid and Dr. Mario. Uh, Metroid allows you to instantly jump into the Ridley fight with most of the map explored. And the Dr. Mario Special Edition uh, puts you in a precarious situation at level 20 with high speed. Man, I love Metroid. It's one of my favorite series. But that first Metroid game has not withstood the test of time. It so, is as you, mechanically so hard to go back to after you've played anything after the first one. Yeah, I tried to play it. It's I tried to play it before. It's it's, it's rough. Like the navigation in like a in the same way I don't like Hollow Knight. It doesn't give you any real 
detection of where you're going for the longest time and the jump mechanics are just Listen, trash. your problem with Hollow Knight is we were talking about this during the week for those My listening. My problems with Hollow Knight are Tristan's vast problems. And Tristan's problems with Hollow Knight is this guy didn't unlock the quill which actually fills in your map as you're exploring. That game is so stupid. Oh my god, it's so good. Don't listen to Tristan. Tristan is the so Grinch. Good. The Hollow Grinch. That's going to be this episode. Sure. Episode 145, Merry Christmas from the Hollow Grinch. Or I don't know, something stupid. How would I say Merry Christmas? I, I don't know. Me? Shut up, Christmas. Wouldn't I say Bah Humbug? Bah Humbug. Games Anyways, don't play Hollow Knight. It's not play good. Hollow Knight. It's not good. It's play really Metroid good. One before you play Hollow Knight. TPH. Oh my God, God, do not do that. <laughs> play Hollow Knight. You're uh, such a dick. In other Nintendo news, did you hear about <clears throat> Charles Martinet? I did. He broke the world record for most consecutive video game performances as the same character. You know, I find it interesting that, I mean, it's good for him, but I think it's funny that they hire him for each game to say the same things rather than just using the same sound bites. Uh, well then i mean but he also does a slew of events <clears throat> he does varied things you know like there are things that he says in mario golf that he yeah, wouldn't say sure. in super mario world or something of that nature so. and if you go to the nintendo store sometimes you can talk with mario and luigi in this interactive panel which is neat and it's like him in a curtain somewhere it's pretty cool he's a great guy we have an interview you should watch it and you can hear me fan boy out in the beginning and be like Charles Barnett Wait, I couldn't even a, say his name right and my voice cracked a little such a hard time keeping it together oh my god you, like you did too you and were everybody like, that I tell that like that I had that interview experience they're like who yeah I know they don't get it I'm actually staring at my uh my signed they don't get it my signed 3ds faceplate right now <clears throat> I put it in a shadow box yeah hold on hello all right, thanks. Uh, the stove guy's here to fix my stuff. Well, we're gonna have to do part <coughs> two, I guess. Okay, just uh, hit me up for something. I'll let you know. Sorry, man. That's they were supposed to tell me. That's okay. He was supposed to come here yesterday too. That's okay. I gotta put shorts on. Oh man. All right, sorry about that. There was a brief interruption where my stove had to be repaired by a repairman. Man, 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 man. Remember that show? That was a good show. Oh, dude, yeah. All that, bro. All that. Yeah. And then I liked the Amanda show. I never watched the Amanda show, really. And then was... Amanda Bynes went through some dark shit. Did you see she had a comeback? I didn't know she yeah. was still a thing at all. She, uh, well, she's out of the I spotlight. Didn't know she went anywhere other than away from child stardom. Yeah, she, uh, she went through some really dark places, drugs and all kinds of stuff. And uh, apparently she's re enrolled in. A school and she's been sober for a couple years now yeah they she just did this whole thing uh last week it was on twitter so good for her well that's good it was nice to see her like normal looking and smiling again instead of like crazy strung out on drugs i can't imagine what the pressure is like to be a child star like that yeah i think that it must be so like like how, like, how do you continue that legacy for so long and then, like, your family is dependent on it? And that's weird. That's all yeah, weird. it's got to be brutal. People start coming out of the woodwork like, oh, hey, family. And, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so, yeah, cool. Charles Martinet uh, in 
the Guinness Book of World Records. Super tall dude, super nice dude. He was very nice. You know what? To take time to take time out of his, you know, obviously pressed schedule to talk to us for a few minutes was was really really dope. Yeah, as you heard, he gave us a little little one liner in the intro of this podcast, which I put in. Yeah, Uh, that was super cool too. All right, uh, Nintendo may be renaming the eShop for Switch according to information from newly released court documents pertaining to a piracy lawsuit. The documents calls out the Nintendo Switch online shop that was a formerly Nintendo eShop. Yeah, eShop is Nothing kind of exciting. a bad name. Like, yeah. It's like a grandma name, you know. This is the eShop, honey. It's on the oh. interwebs. But I agree with you. I mean, it's just a name change, so that's not exciting. But like we were talking before, I hope that they they need to revamp it so bad. It reminds me of like trying to go on the PlayStation Store on a PS3. It's just so slow. It's, and like even the inputs are so delayed on it because it's trying to cache everything. And yeah. discovery is a problem and ugh, it needs a rewrite so bad. There's just so much wasted space because like they just – it's just the mobile – touch-friendly version blown up on your TV and it just it doesn't need to be when it's docked? I don't know. Just They right. need to change some things around. Right. Uh, Niantic has released player versus player battles for Pokemon Go and they've reduced the barrier of entry to level 10 from what was previously level 40. Uh, I think it's too late. I mean, I haven't touched that game in a long time. Yeah. Now the Pokemon Let's Go is out. Like, I don't... Like, that's, that's where I want to play Pokemon. How far did you get? Uh, I'm uh, in just before um, where you have to get the self scope. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I have a ways to go, but Smash came out. And well, yeah. You mentioned that. Cool. Played that game a jillion times in my life. Yeah. So. I got you. It's on the back burner a bit. Uh, I don't have anything else for Nintendo. I don't know if you do. Um. I didn't have anything. I only have one thing for Xbox. I don't know if you have any more. Uh, nah, it's just a slow news week because it's end of the year. You yeah. Know? Uh, for Xbox, Microsoft released 1.8 of Minecraft, which brings some changes and adjustments. Like it's just sh- Xbox, no other consoles. Well, I mean version? everything. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, stray cats and villages. The addition of new scaffolding as a climbable block and some more stuff. Um, cool. They made some changes to that and additions to the map maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, in industry news, Capcom is teaming up with CD Projekt Red to bring Geralt into Monster Hunter World via a free event in early 2019 before the next expansion comes out, which will be titled Iceborne. Uh, it's slated to come out in autumn. And so, so Geralt's only a temporary edition then? Well, he's going to be free, but he's kind of the precursor to this, I'm assuming, paid DLC expansion that will come out that's going to have its own story and everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Speaking of cold, cold things. It is, baby. It's cold outside. Team 17 teased a new winter-looking DLC for Overcooked 2. Uh, we have no word yet on content, release date, or price. Um, again, speaking of winter, Overwatch's Winter Wonderland event is now live with new games modes this year. Yeti Hunter and May's Snowball Offensive make their return. Yeah, they had to um, they had to pull the Blizzard World map because I heard that people were getting was, like people stuck, were glitching into the starting uh, area on accident, and they couldn't get out, so they had to pull the map. That sucks. We can't get out. Help yeah. us! 
Uh, there's six new legendary skins and three epic skins for players to unlock with the new legendary skins costing 3,000 credits apiece. If that's too rich for your blood, you can get the previous Winter Wonderland cosmetics at discounted prices. Uh, that's cool. Some of the new skins. I had to actually look them up. I didn't I didn't even know that they had started a winter event because, like, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to Overwatch promos or, like, I just well, didn't feel like the thing is, you it. were all, the, like, all absorbed into Smash and then you were yeah, sick. So, like, that's true. I mean, Smash is going to overshadow a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. For a if lot of people. If it's Nintendo branded, that's going to take. Yeah. It's going to take precedent in my world. Especially Smash. Um,. Forever Entertainment, a Polish developer, is partnering... I don't know if you knew this news. They're partnering with Sega to remake the first two Panzer Dragon games. You mean Panzer Dragoon? That's what I said, yeah. Uh, the first one is planned for 2019. These versions will have new graphics comparable to today's you know, games. Uh, modern game enhancements to make them more attractive to modern players, whatever that means. You're gonna Stuff like that. You're going to have a hard time putting on-rails shooters that aren't called Star Fox in an audience that people like. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't know. Did you see uh, they showed some gameplay of the uh, No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again? I didn't watch it. Looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. It looks very non-canonical. Like, it doesn't seem like it has any context, so it's weird. Oh, okay. But he did say that uh, he wants to try and bring the first two to Switch. Okay. So that would be cool. That'd be I, I like those games a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're into Ubisoft or concerts, they announced a series of 2019 concerts which will feature a symphony orchestra performing the best pieces from the Assassin's Creed series. Hmm. The tour starts in June in L.A. with more dates to follow, and there's a link in the Weekly Retro on the website where you can check them all out. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I mean, I guess Assassin's Creed does have kind of epic music, but like I don't find any of it particularly memorable. Maybe it's just because I'm not super fanboy. But I paid to go see a Zelda concert, so who am I to, you know? You do you. You do you. Speaking of things that are epic, Epic Games announced that they're going to make it easier for developers to build cross-platform play into their games next year as the company plans to launch a large set of cross-platform games services built for Fortnite that have been battle-tested by over 200 million players. Basically, they're going to make the cross-platform uh, technology, including uh, saves and all that, uh, free for developers to use in Unreal Engine. Fortnite! Um, did you hear did you hear about this? So fighting game fans are used to seeing ads in, in tournaments and games, right? No big deal. Oh um, god, this is amazing. Capcom I, is, I can't tell if this is the greatest thing or just the most American thing that I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'm just gonna read this here. So Capcom is introducing sponsored content to Street Fighter V Arcade Edition on December eleventh, so it's already out there, <laughs> to promote its purchasable bundles, costumes, and the Pro Tour. You'll see them on costumes in certain stages and on pre-fight loading screens. This isn't concerning by itself as many sports games have as ads, but Capcom is going out of its way to discourage you from turning the ads off, and here's how. So while you can turn the ads off, you'll lose extra fight money and access to sponsor materials like costumes. In essence, you'll have to either live with the ads or accept that you won't unlock as much content as your ad-friendly peers. 
The uh, best part about this is like the they're placing ads on character models, so like that's gotta look so stupid. So, so like they're you know like replacing the American flag on Guile's bicep with like an esports ad, oh, and it looks so stupid. But it's also like such American <laughs> what's corporate. Mo- what's more capitalism than that? Oh my god! <laughs> I kind of low key love it, but at the same time, it's like. It sets a really stupid precedent, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't think that this takes off in any way because it's it's that stupid. Oh, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Game Awards this year saw overall viewership increased by an incredible 128 percent worldwide. It was watched by over 26.2 million people. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. I, which is I want crazy. a I want a free copy of Battlefield Five for watching it on Mixer, and I didn't even know that was a thing. I just got a message that said, "Hey, you want a copy of Battlefield Five for watching the Game Awards on Mixer?" And then immediately after that, I received another message that said, "Sorry, you didn't win a copy of Battlefield Five for watching the game on Mixer. Try again." And what? I was like, well, what is it? So then I looked in my game library and it was there. So it must have been like a weird glitch or something. Uh, because later <laughs> on they were like, apologies for the mixed messages. You did actually win a copy. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. Talk, talk about like a roller coaster. Probably got that last message because I tweeted their support and was like, hey, no take backsies. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Capcom Legacy Collection managed to sell 1 million copies, which is a first for the for the Blue Bomber series in 15 years. Hmm. Uh, last thing I have here is in a Reddit AMA, Spawn creator Todd McFarlane seems to confirm that Spawn is making his way to Mortal Kombat 11. That's cool. When asked by someone, uh, he responded with, quote, I believe it's, I believe he's on his way. Dot, 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 dot. And he said that. He said dot, dot, dot out loud. Did, did he? Yeah. Yeah, such a jerk. Hey, is for horses. Have you seen those Sonic posters? Oh my god! How do, you, how do you feel about it? Oh, so, so Sonic being furry, while it's definitely not scientifically accurate at all, because hedgehogs only have fur on their bellies, uh, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is his. The first thing I noticed immediately was his, like, roided-out, small, creepish, like, legs. He's got, dude, he's got, like, atrophied, like, I've been in a wheelchair for a few years legs. Like, what is that? I don't, I don't know. Shouldn't they be, like, jacked and toned, not, like, withered and tight? They're weird. They're so small. I just, I don't. Make looks, just just make him look like he looks in the games and the cartoons. It looks weird. It looks weird. I mean, I'm the live gonna, action I'm not Sonic is upset about it because it's just a movie. I don't really care, but I love the fact that fandoms are so defensive about it. Oh yeah, Danny freaked out. Yeah, she was very upset, but maybe it'll be good. I have I have faith that it'll be good. It has. Uh, Ben Schwartz and Jim Carrey. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll probably go see it. Can't go wrong with John Ralphio. 
I, I said I, I said I would theaters, go. But. I said I would go see Ratchet and Clank too. I never did that either. So I I got I, I watched it when it came out. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, don't see uh, don't see Sonic. Go see Detective Pikachu. Yes, now that looks fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, that's all I got though, man. Uh, I think that's all I got too. Should we uh, call that a wrap? Yeah, bro. All right, man. Well, maybe I should just copy and paste Will's interstitial in here awkwardly again. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. So Will's going to tell you all about why we're awesome right now. Will? Uh, All right. You know what to do. Thank you guys uh, for joining me this morning. Uh, and me and, and you and Tris I was so saying rude. to you two both specifically but also thanks to our listeners for joining in every week it's really fun uh, we enjoy talking about games we enjoy uh, the fact that you guys come in and then engage with us later so if you wanted to talk games uh, tweet at us at our individual pick, uh, handles down in the description below or you can uh, tweet at our at Pixel Raider group thread uh, and we'll get back at you uh, pretty soon we also <laughs> Uh, have a website, pixelraider.com, if you didn't know, full of video game news, reviews, and recaps about the week. It's a great way to stay appraised of what's going on if you don't have a chance to listen to our site. Tony does great work uh, putting that together uh, daily and weekly for us, so thank you, Tony. Um, and if you wanted to support our group because we don't do advertisement, the best way to do that is to join our Patreon and become a subscriber. You can join there at patreon.com slash pixelraider. Um... Beyond that, man, I think that'll do it for me. And now we're back from Will awkwardly telling us how we're awesome and how you can, can support us. I can hear your whistling radiator. Oh, well. Uh, well, we'll see you guys next week, maybe. We have to figure out when we're recording, I guess. We never thought about that. We'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it is Christmas week, so... I, we I we may know. have an episode, we may not. I don't, I don't want to abandon it like we did for Thanksgiving, because... I think people definitely notice, but we'll try and throw something down, even if it's like earlier in the week or something. Well, here's the thing: like I'm gonna be on a train anyway for like three hours, going to my dad's, my parents. So like I can, I'm gonna bring my MacBook with me, uh, and we can record like Saturday or Friday or Thursday, whenever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Even if it's just you and me, we can record, and then I'll edit. Like I'll make it happen. We'll make something happen. Yeah. So we'll we'll have an episode for you guys for Christmas for travels and stuff. Uh, we will have content. We will. And this has been episode 145 of Land Party. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your week. Bye.